This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the 31st episode of the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This serial podcast is about helping others understand the life of a recovering hoarder. We are so grateful for your comments, likes, reviews, and for subscribing to our show. Please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com, a place that pairs digital creators like me with people who want to support them. Maybe someone like you. Last time, Mary talked about how she and her husband have been having healing conversations, and we discussed how hope is like an invisible lifesaver that has been critical to her healing. Today, Mary tells us about how she could turn on a dime and ready office space at home for her husband, and the strategies she is using with boxes to help calm the chaos. Hey, Mary. Hello. We're back, and we didn't get updated at all in our last conversation about any any progress that you've made, any resistance you've had, because the last time we talked about your actual um, house was um, three weeks ago, and you had said then that your floodgates were open, mm-hmm. and things were... Uh, much easier for you to deliver, get rid of, um, and you had some appointments that were queued up at the um, Golden Pearl, and I don't remember where else now, if it was the scrap, mm. the s- mm-hmm. materials. Um, but at any rate, what have you noticed since those floodgates? Are they still wide open? or <clears throat> They are. Um, the resistance is still there, though. And... Um, I've been analyzing what triggers the resistance. Mm. And it has to do with the bigger picture of the day. So, um, it's kind of interesting. Um, my husband calls me up last, not last Friday, the Friday before. And he says to me in a very calm, how you doing today? Good. Um, so I'm going to be doing some training at work, and I thought I could do it at my desk, but it turns out I can't, so I'm going to need the office. (laughs) (laughs) And your blood turns cold. Yeah, It's, 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 what is that, where you soothe the baby while they're taking a bath? And it was just a, it was a radical approach. This is not his normal approach. His normal approach is, hey, what are you doing? Can you uh, make sure that office is clean out? I'm going to need it next week. No, he Hmm. he came in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I laughed because I was feeling this resistance. I had collected some stuff in there for this lady. And I knew that I was kind of going backwards collecting that stuff like this was space i had just created and then received the the stuff and which stuff well it so it's a long story well let's not go too far okay but but there's a distribution center that that is going out of business that i'm connected with through my friend and then there's a place that i take my scraps to and i was trying to get that their stuff to them. Okay. I was trying to be the middleman. Right. Okay. But the problem with that is that 
the boxes that they came in were had dead ants in them <laughs> and stuff. Mm. So I couldn't just take these boxes and give it to them. I had to kind of prep the stuff, clean it up, make sure they're okay, that kind of thing. It was a project. It was a huge project. And the whole time I was doing it, I was thinking, this is backwards. This mm-hmm. is not what I should be spending my time doing. And up until that point, I could anything I worked on, I could just shove into that office and he wouldn't look. So he wouldn't know the difference. between. And a lot of it is hiding. He thinks I'm getting stuff done and I'm goofing around like a kid, you know, when the mice away, mice mm-hmm. is away, the cats will play. Cats away, the mice will play. So I had this and it was kind of like things kept coming up where I couldn't make the appointment to get the stuff to her. And I needed an excuse. And what better excuse than my poor husband needing his office? So it was, it was part of me was delighting in this request. Mm. Because I knew it was what was going to make me do it. Mm. And and here I made the assumption your blood ran cold. Well, it actually, I really, honestly, I, I, I had the hope. I knew that I could do it. Mm. I knew that I could picture in my mind what it is that I need to do to get this done. And I said to him, I assured him that I know where the stuff needs to go. I just need to deliver it. Well... That's the logic, Mary. That's the, yeah, we got this to do, we got this problem, it makes sense. But there's something about the overall picture that presses in the resistance. And I started freaking out, because it wasn't just that stuff that had to come out, it was other stuff that had to come out. And then I have stuff in the living room, and if I bring this out, it's going to mess with that. Mm -hmm. And there's little things that just were kind of a pain, which in the past, I would be cursing his name the whole time while I'm cleaning. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing that. I'm recognizing this is my fault. This is my problem. And because of that, I couldn't, I was spinning and I couldn't make the appointment to deliver the stuff, which is the first thing you'd think would be on the list. Make the appointment, dump the stuff, Mm -hmm. period. And there's this momentum in the midst of this that I only have when I'm panicking that helps me in some ways and hurts me in others. So I cultivated it to a point where I went through the linens that you and I hauled back and forth, or I hauled to your house Mm -hmm. a couple times, and I said, this is it. We're getting rid of these dang linens. And so I had to make a list because it was the resistance, so I made it. And I, I was a little more lenient, like, you know, three napkins. I didn't have to identify them all. But I made the list nonetheless just to appease the resistance. Mm-hmm. And I got rid of, I'd say, two big boxes of those linens that we went through. There's still some that I couldn't deal with, but I got rid of the main ones. Nice. And I felt like that was a victory and the only reason why I did that is because I'm going to make this appointment for this lady to dump off these other things. So it's kind of they help each other out. But in order to get his office clean, I had to take everything out and just put it elsewhere. Mm. I didn't make the appointment. I finally had to stack these boxes around the bed <laughs> in the bedroom. In your bedroom <laughs> yes, where you sleep. In our bedroom okay. But it's it's one of these things where I, when I know it's going to go out. It it doesn't freak us out as much because mm-hmm. we know it's leaving. It's not there for storage. And um, 
I remember him opening up the door and, and just like, <gasps> you know, panicking. And I said, it's, it's leaving. It's just that I can't get your room clean and get these things out. It's one or the other. Right. And I need to get the room clean. So by about 10 o'clock Sunday night, <laughs> he was able to go in there. So he called you, did you say Friday? Mm-hmm. And he needed it Monday? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Did so, he, he have any say no. in that? That was just the turnaround that had to happen? Well, the the class he was taking, um, I guess he needs to be on speakerphone, and he couldn't be doing that in his office or cubicle or wherever he's at. So... It, he had Headset? just found out. Hello? I know. I <laughs> well, whatever. It doesn't right, matter. Right, right. And it turns out he was using two computers, and he's doing, you know, he just needed the space. Sure. Yeah. I'm, right. I shouldn't have said right. a word. No, you're fine. As if I know. No. Okay. And, and um, I think in, in um, what's, what's, what's interesting about it is the faith that it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I have to keep telling myself, the fact that I can take everything out of this room and we can still walk is incredible. So that's, yep. I mean, ideally the stuff would be gone, but that's not where we're at. Mm-hmm. And then I made the appointment. Um, in the midst of us trying to get more stuff from this distribution center to this lady, and I made the rule, it could not come to my house. So we... Uh, we made this appointment. We showed up to her house, unloaded all these things. I, I think I mentioned that I wanted to get rid of these plastic drawer mm-hmm. things. I had those gone too. So I got rid of two tall plastic drawers, a short one, and two boxes of linens in the midst of about five or six of their boxes that I was distributing to them. Right, wow. So they got like 300 oven mitts. Wow. Yeah, and, and that's what they need. Mm-hmm. So... They it got out of my house, and now we're kind of in the aftermath. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because I just picked up a, a part-time job, and it was so quick that I haven't had time to prepare for it. Like, if they would have said, I'm starting in two weeks, I would have used that as my impending doom. Well, right. I didn't have time for that. Right. So now we're kind of in a junk drawer right now. <laughs> mm. So he's not happy, but um, he recognizes that I have chiseled out that space for him and it's remaining his space and I'm not going in there. So what I was reflecting on today is in my progress, I've I've actually lost space because I chiseled out the garage for him, half the garage and that's his, and I've chiseled out this office for him, mm-hmm. which leaves me back to square one, which is no space. Mm-hmm. But... I have to remind myself that it will appease him in the meanwhile. And obviously, if I have more space, I take up more space. Mm -hmm. So I have to just, you know, continue to recognize this is a devil that I'm fighting. And I will get through this. And when you say space, you mean to kind of work on projects right. to get stuff out the door, right? right? You don't think you're going to keep his office or keep that garage right. for yourself. Right. You just I need... just needed more space to kind of spread out. Right, right. And um, the I would say the hazards of these projects are trying to save things from the landfill. And right. this distribution center was so desperate to throw stuff out that we had to go and rescue it all, and we delivered it. What's really interesting, and this is an odd thought, 
But we had a whole two trucks filled with crap that um, she loaded that she's going to resell at the, her store and that I loaded that I was going to take to this ministry. And if you think about it in the terms of how much we brought to this ministry, it's it's amazing. We almost, I think we overloaded them. Mm-hmm. Yet we forgot one little section in the truck of plates and cups and stuff and now it's in my house Mm. (laughs) and that is like the equivalent of a truckload and it's like so it it boggles my mind how in the scheme of things we got rid of like 98 percent of it yet that two percent is back in my house and slowing me down Mm -hmm. and what happened is we were in such a hurry because it, it took us so long to pack the stuff up that we had to unload it quick and leave. I had something else I had to go to. And we just forgot that, that section. And then the the truck, I was starving. I go to get food, and the and the tire was flat. Someone comes up to me while I'm eating my food in the truck and says, you know, your tire's flat. And then we had to bring the truck over to have the tire fixed, and then it's all full of this crap. It's just a snowball. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the world I'm trying to escape, yet mm-hmm. I'm diving right back into it. So... We couldn't wrap these plates, and we couldn't, so they're all, I drove around for a week with plates in my car, because I transferred them from the truck to my car to get them out of the truck, and all you could hear was rattling of plates, and I'm Mm. like, oh, this is so (laughs) not where I want to be. So, it's, what is it, two steps up and one step back, and... Um, the beauty is I don't think I'm ever going back to that distribution center. I think we've done what we could do. And um, and they're closing, so there won't be anything in the future for me to rescue. And Good. Uh, so what I have right now is those plates, but they're going to be, in my mind, if I'm going to donate them, I'm going to pick out more stuff from my house. So they'll mm-hmm. help me in the end to maybe I have two or three boxes for these people now from the things that shouldn't have come to my house, but I can at least match that with two or three boxes of my own. Mm-hmm. So in the end, it'll be okay. But the hell I go through to get there is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. So if I looked, I was looking around today because I'm going from here to another appointment and then I'm going to work today. So I won't be home till six or seven, and it makes me panic when I leave the house in a disaster, especially knowing that he's going to be coming home to it. But I looked around and I said, how... I, how realistic is it that the stuff is leaving? And it is all stuff that is really leaving. Mm-hmm. So my goal is this weekend to clear that out, and then that landing might be clear, and then we're going to keep that landing clear. Mm-hmm. And I know I've said this a million times, but that really is the goal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the bedroom's cleaned out and stuff. So needless to say, I haven't made any other appointments because I've just been battling that. Right. Well, I am so impressed that from a Friday to a Monday, you get that office cleared out. I mean, that's that shows so much progress right there. Well, it was kind of like um, a time capsule because I had cleared it out a couple times mm-hmm. and then kept reclaiming the space. Mm-hmm. So then once I just took my junk out, it was it was ready. And here's another interesting thing is this group that I had, this distribution center gave me some big boxes. And they're they're just a size where you could throw a lot in it. You can't really pick it up once you've got something in it, but you can throw a lot in it. And when I was trying to clear out his office, 
I was feeling this anxiety welling up. And it's because it's this random stuff that doesn't belong to each other. I don't know what to do with it. And I'm not, if I'm getting rid of it, I'm doing it. I have all these contingencies on everything mm-hmm. I do, which is my own rules, which I'm trying to break. Yep. And I realized how soothing it was. There's a category. It's called throw it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we all do, right? If you're cleaning out your desk, if you're at the end of, you know, you, you've, uh, moved on to a new job and you're cleaning out your desk. You don't try to organize things. You just throw it all in a box. And I took all these random things that had nothing to do with each other that would normally wig me out and threw them in a box. And it squelched all the the voices that were mm. yelling at me. And it just said, you know, the stuff is crap. And then, like a day or so later, I open up the box and I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. I know where this is going. So there is something about calming it down mm-hmm. and and putting just putting it in a box to just kind of shut everything up. And then when you're in your your right mind, like when I'm thinking well in the morning, then you tackle it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's kind of going to become my theme. I have four of these boxes, mm-hmm. and they are going to be. I'm going to call them tackle boxes. I just came <laughs> up with that. And whatever project I'm working on, I'm going to throw the stuff in there mm-hmm. and then, you know, either to quiet it down or to gather. So one of those boxes is things that are going to Golden Pearl. Mm-hmm. So, and it just, it just, I don't know how to explain it, but it just really quiets everything mm-hmm. down, which is what is feeding the resistance. Mm-hmm. So I'm killing the resistance. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a great, a great strategy. It's fabulous. Uh-huh. And the goal would be to get to a point where I don't need the boxes and I can give away stuff in right, them. You right. Know, it'll have to be light, like pillows. <laughs> <laughs> but they're 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 they it was just kinda like an aha when mm-hmm. I realized I'm like, isn't that interesting how good I feel just to have that stuff in a box? Mm-hmm. You could feel it lift. Mm-hmm. So Nice. You have had a lot of strategies around certain boxes, mm-hmm. I've noticed. That, I love boxes. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's good that you can find that they can work for good for you. Well, and in the in the meanwhile, I have been resisting keeping cute boxes and stuff, and and my my quick answer is to smash them. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't go. Ooh, what can I put in this box? Because they're great size and shape. Exactly, the perfect shape for this thing. Mm-hmm. So I have that problem. That's the worst end of it. Right. But this right now is probably what causes me to like boxes in the first place because it has this soothing way of putting some it's like a manufactured order Mm -hmm. you know if it all can fit in the box then it's it's in a place right so good so he's happy as a clown in his office yep he loved i came home it's it's funny because i ended up being really busy that week so i'd come and go and i'd come in and see him in his office i'm like i don't believe it he's literally in his office Mm. working he so, must be happy. He is, and he's excited, and he wants to make some changes. We might move a desk, a different desk in there to add to the table I put in. He ends up, these things that he didn't want, he's ending up liking. The table that I had in there mm-hmm. is working perfect for him, and then the chair that he said, no, I don't want, he loves. So it, <laughs> a lot of, it was kind of like us meeting in the middle, mm-hmm. because he had some 
criteria where he wanted a specific desk, a specific chair, and if he can't have that, he doesn't want the office. And that's why the office was kind of empty, and I re- reclaimed it. Mm-hmm. But now he was like, I recognize that that's ridiculous. I need it now. Mm-hmm. So we both kind of compromised. Nice work. Yay! Yay! And how long will he work from home? Well, his office, they typically work home, from home two, day, two days a week, and I think it's Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So, um... He'll keep the space indefinitely. Yeah. This is his. Good. I can't go back in. Good. Yay! Yay. (laughs) That's great. Conquered. That is great. Good. Well, are we caught up? I think we are. Ah. I feel better. (laughs) I feel better hearing your stories and and hearing how well you're doing. And, yeah, it's not magic. The resistance just didn't disappear, but you're finding strategies and... Um, making your way in spite. Right. Good. Yay. Well, we'll talk again soon, or not soon. I don't know when we'll talk again, but we'll we'll touch base again. All right. Thanks. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. And that ends today's Chronicle. I can relate, and I bet many of you can too, the ever-present dance of compromise and negotiation in relationships. I'm so glad they're getting things literally sorted out. If you'd like to connect with us in between episodes, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Cluttercron. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks to my brother Michael Koppelman for his gorgeous music. Find him on lowlife.com, L-O-L-I-F-E.com. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. <laughs>